right, everybody, it's the ID84 Show live here from quarantine week 15 or 16 or 20. I can't remember how long. Um, in studio with me, of course, is Eric Danger Powers with his uh, Cam Newton shirt. Uh, go Cam, go Cam. To my left, we up and above, we have uh, Ryan Glover. Below him, Adam DeMallet. And second time on the show, special guest all the way from New York City, Mac O'Hara. What's up, buddy? Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. Surviving. And how how you boys doing over there in uh quarantine? Adam, long time no see. I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, it's been a couple hours. I know. I miss you. Yeah, and Ryan <laughs> looks like he's like on the on the, on the in the Caribbean right now. <laughs> I wish you. I was just telling you, we, we, we were complimenting the shirt before the show started, and we we're saying that uh, when we finally have the cookout here, uh, I, I need that shirt. It definitely looked you, like your your, uh, your shirt looks like the opening uh, opening to Save by the Bell. <laughs> Just shit fucking on yeah. Those pineapples? <laughs> no, I don't think so. They look they like, looks like flowers. leaves, right? Are they leaves? Flowers, I think. Yeah, flowers. Yeah, pineapples would mean you're swinging. If you had a I swing have a pineapple shirt. I can't wait to wear it or cook out. When you have pineapple is an international symbol for swinging. Just in a in, in a basket. It doesn't mean just a pineapple anywhere. It's no pineapple anywhere. Shopping? Does it mean a shopping basket? I know. Ask Adam. He was walking around stopping shop of enough time, upside down pineapple once. Yeah, I, I tried to test the theory out. And I, I put an upside down pineapple in my cart, and then an old lady asked me if I could grab something off of a shelf. <laughs> now it's probably a coincidence, but I'm like, is this like the next round? Like, yeah. is this like the like you walk around the pineapple, and then they have to make sure. That, you know, you're legit. So they're like, okay, I'm going to ask him now if he can grab something from you, the shelf. Yeah, you she know, grabbed is that something. like where she, it goes from there? She grabs yeah. something, puts your hand in her, depends. Yeah. Then you had sex with her. Oh, yeah. Giggity, giggity. No, yeah, no, can you grab no. something for me? The cobwebs she out of my beaver? Yeah. I mean, she wanted you to knock the dust off it. I mean, listen. Maybe she heard about your dick swinging and wanted to die because you'd probably kill an old lady. Okay, that is like you're, you're treading on arty territory. That's like the fourth time you've already mentioned my dick, Eric. Like, How yeah, is that arty territory? I haven't mentioned your penis in weeks. I know you haven't, <laughs> but you used to. Well, mine, mine, <laughs> that's what I mean. Mine Eric's went. Mentioned it like four times. Mine went last, with like, it. I didn't just say he just drops it whenever. Mine actually went with what we were talking. Like you go to the bathroom, I said shut the door, so we'll see your dick. You know, and then you're like, what did I just? I forgot what Even I just said. Even if we did, you'd still see it. It's, it's, it's that big. <laughs> <laughs> and now, 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 we talk about sex with a, with a really old lady. You would probably kill her, and that's those are facts. I heard the uh, yeah. natural the, actual <laughs> facts thrown at you. The astronauts in the International Space Station can see moving <laughs> specifically Adam's penis from some space. So it's one something to keep an eye on when you're out there in outer space. And if you're flying in an airplane and you're coming in for a landing path over Woven, just look down. Well, I mean, it doesn't have a beacon on it. That was my next question. Do you have to put like a little hat on it? It's not bedazzled or anything like that, you know. A little hat with a little glowing ball on the top. Now, we were talking about pineapples and swingers, and I know at least uh, three-fifths of us have been at a swingers club at one point or another in our life, so I'm not going to incriminate any of us who have, but I know for a fact, and perhaps the other two-fifths have, and they don't. we haven't known about it. I don't think Mac has. I don't think he's allowed to go in there. He's at the age yet no. to go to those places. When I was in L.A., it, it would not have been an appropriate time for were you, me to... Were you with your family? Because that's a weird thing to ask your family. if you. Well, I was like to... 10. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that's, 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 we were a 10-year-old. I we're borderline, yeah. borderline, <laughs> board, almost crossed the line. Maybe yeah. in Mississippi that would be a allowed. A face doesn't work when you're 10. No. It's just... It's like, Adam, didn't you go to Vegas before you were 21? Uh, no, I was like 22. Oh, no. Who, like so, someone I know went to Vegas before they were 21. They said he was walking around. It was, it was pointless. Like, you can't do anything. Wasn't he a sister under 21? I yeah. also went to Vegas when I was 10. Did right. you? <laughs> we were at the swingers clubs in Vegas. Yeah. 
Because remember what happens in Vegas, everyone ends up finding out. Cause I, I, I feel like now, though, they've kind of built it up to where you can be younger and find shit to do. I was glad I, I mean, went in my 20s. Yeah, this when, uh, my like parents, they used to always go to Vegas. Like, uh, like since I was little, and like when I was younger, it was nothing to do in Vegas at all. Like, it was the worst thing ever. I, I hated it because it's like you, you. But like now, they actually have like cool stuff, like like New York, New York, and stuff for kids and stuff. But when I was like yeah. younger, they have roller coasters and stuff. Yeah. I, I saw Pat and Teller there. I think so. They got this cool thing that I want to check out that you can actually yeah. use like heavy equipment. And you could dig holes and shit with like professional backhoes and plows what? and stuff like this. Why is that even fun? Yes, yeah, I've seen shit. They have shit you can like blow up like cars and stuff. Yeah. They like take you out in the middle of the fucking desert. You can like shoot like at the cars and like blow them up. Yeah. That's awesome. Did that? I blew up a tank. It sounds like fun. Let's do it. Expensive, but I do it. It's like one of those things, like when a you... rocket launcher or something. Yeah, that'd be. Fun. It's awesome. Yeah. I suggest you try. I, I suggest you do it. There's no way. There must be limits. There's no way they're gonna trust somebody. Like, here's a grenade. Like, there's no well, way. They, 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 they let Adi have I a machine gun. Pay for the missile. I know that, but I don't think a tank. But I think a missile launcher. That is a thing. No, I, I was in the army. I shot a missile launcher at a tank. I blew up a tank. You gotta go to like Zimbabwe or something to do that. You can shoot like a zebra or something. It's like extreme tourism, like the places like that when you, you can go to like. Um, uh, Chernobyl, and you go tour it like it's extreme. Like you know, that's something Adam might see you do. You, you seem like an extreme guy. I could see you going to Chernobyl to explore. Chernobyl. I, um, yeah, I think I would. I would. Isn't the radiation almost clean? By when did they say I mean, that? Was well, it's, no, it's not gonna be clean for like a thousand no, years. A thousand. Yeah, like, I mean, they, I mean, it's you can, you can be there for a short period of time. It's okay. They're, they're like, like constantly on a daily basis for the last forty-five years pouring concrete over the uh, reactor. So yeah. like, eventually <laughs> it will yeah. be you know in a co coffin on the ground, but. You think it gets too heavy and falls through? They, right. they just put a new casing over it recently. Yeah. The old yeah. Chernobyl... <laughs> they, they call it the old Chernobyl condom. <laughs> Make sure no one else gets affected. That's going to be the creepiest city in the world, though. Because you get, like, like the Ferris wheel is still there. Like, that's the... It's actually the creepy shit. It's not so much the buildings. It's, like, the, the stuff that people would do for, like, activities that's still, like, frozen in time. You know, it hasn't been touched. Oh, I know. That, that's cool, though. I think that's really cool. I, know, I wonder I what the wildlife... Is like oh. they say the wildlife is running rampant in there, but like, what's going on with them? Do they have like freaking five eyes? Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, you don't want. They can't be healthy. No, there's some. What are you? What are you doing? Oh, you my, turn your volume off. I don't know why it's on. <laughs> you know, some days. Um, so it looks like we're getting at sports. Baseball schedule just came out. Um, football seems to be on the right pace. Rod's got a uh, COVID. Basketball. The all the basketball teams just went down to Orlando. Yeah. Revi uh, MLS starts tonight, playing some games, and uh, what's Golf's the only going. Golf's, Golf's going. going? NASCAR's been going. So it looks UFC's like been going for UFC, yeah, a while. Yeah, I think, they, I think UFC stopped one pay per view, wasn't it? And they don't care the UFC because there's no one in the crowd, right? It's just crowdless. Well, no one in the crowd, and then they don't let trainers and stuff if they test positive. Yeah, so yeah, and everyone wears a mask. There you go. They don't care the UFC because there's no one in the crowd, right? I just heard myself. Is yeah. there a fifth person? I mean, a no, sub, uh, fifth, is there another person on the screen? I could have sort of, no, I heard someone talking. Nobody's mouth was moving. That was me. Someone else. I guess someone had the show on. Oh, okay. Through speaker. I was say. No, it's me hey, doing already, rhymes. Did you see the pitching rotation at the side? Like, Eduardo Rodriguez, he's like our number one starter, but he's, he's got, out now. He, he, has, has, co COVID. he has COVID. He does so he's COVID. not going to be able to start. Well, our, our number two starter throws 85 miles an hour, by the way. This is going to be one of the worst Red Sox pitching staffs. So the pitching staff looks like not good. Um, and Normal. 
They didn't add anything to the bullpen. It's a throwaway year for everybody. But the offense is still pretty comparable. I think we still have a pretty decent good offense. So if you if we can put up numbers and just hit balls. Yeah, the only loss was Mookie. You know, yeah. If you can, if you just hit, I think you could you could fake yourself into the playoffs. Just still have Chevette, it's Chevette. like any it's like any team, right? You, if you have enough yeah, offense, you can get there. But like to win it all, you really need defense at the end. Very few teams in all sports really just win if a offensive uh, game plan right we've seen that in football and basketball like fail you know or even hockey like you know people just score 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 for example the Bruins last year just scored 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 and but didn't score when they needed didn't it. score when they needed it so but I uh, I think I'm calling it right now Red Sox winning the World Series this year I'm going on a limb here right that's very bold because <laughs> I even of the players having COVID nineteen, you know. I, I you know yeah, what I think. Especially after all this year with everyone getting sick. I think COVID nineteen actually gives you special powers, like like Spider Man, and yeah. it gives you the ability. <laughs> so like a second a second guy in the uh, Patriots and the Red Sox lineup, I don't even know his name, but he only pitches eighty five. He will get COVID and he'll pitch one hundred and five. <laughs> he'll he'll die probably in December, but from a heart <laughs> attack. But he's gonna pitch his fever temperature. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be awesome Can you imagine that i mean that's impressive if anyone can pitch to fever temperature because you know i watched a little of the cubs inner squad game and it just was boring with no fans yeah they're gonna have they're gonna blow up dolls and stuff in the crowd and everything it's gonna be great just play yeah, doing that with people, basketball too. I think. Play people in the freaking the crowd. bubble the bubble thing in uh the nba i don't know if you guys see any of the footage they were using like a hotel like uh like lobby yeah. like uh rooms and stuff and they were setting up courts and everything like that i think it's kind of crazy like I don't know. I, I understand some of the players. Like I know uh, Gordon Haywood on the Celtics says his wife is uh, due to have the baby in like September or October, and he said straight out, if he goes, if the Celtics make the playoffs, I can't play in the playoffs. I have to go to my wife. Who's that? But, he, but I can see it two ways. It's just, this is like his twentieth kid. So like by the twentieth kid, you should be like, yeah, she should be able to. Just, that thing should just slide out by itself, and you know the kid be talking by the time it comes back, right? But that I can understand the family aspect because I think he's, I don't, I don't know if he's Mormon or he's like very religious in that manner. Like he like has to, you know what I mean? So I can understand yeah. that perspective as well. But like, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's not. You have more kids than Philip Rivers? No, no Philip Rivers has thirty eight. Only, only Kermati has more kids. Than <laughs> yeah, Phillip no, yeah. <laughs> See, the the, the Kermati and Philip Rivers have the same amount of kids. The only difference is Philip Rivers has one baby mama, where yeah. Kermati has uh, Four. like fourteen. <laughs> they're forfeiting their money if they don't play right they're still not yeah. getting paid yeah no you believe, forfeit right? your money yeah you, you pretty much call it a wash um but the baseball because they didn't have that clause in the contract they could turn around and sue next year if they want to for damages so well, but do you see the scumbag move the nfl is doing now so they there was an average that there's two teams that make more than half their money off uh off ticket sales and that's the dallas cowboys and new england patriots they make like two-thirds of their money off uh ticket sales Whereas the other um, teams make about 30% off their profits off ticket sales. So the NFL is actually docking their players' salary by 30% and making them eat the loss of the ticket sales this year if there's no people in the crowd. Which is a, Do they have to play? They don't have to play, but I don't think they get paid if they don't play. Oh. So it's a, it's a scumbag move when you see some of these billionaire owners are making the players take the hit for the lost revenue from the gates, which doesn't make any sense at all. But... Especially when they're still gonna play the 16 plus games that they're gonna be playing anyway. So like their their line of work isn't changing. They're still going up to work. They still get the same amount of work to do. The owners are just taking a hit off concessions and ticket sales. And you know honestly, if the stadiums do open, you're probably gonna see limited amount of like beer sales and like 
um, food sales because they don't want people, you know, getting too many people in the uh, concourses and stuff. So they're going to take some hits on concessions as well. Um, but, I mean, isn't that part about doing business? Some, some years you have good years, some years you have bad years. Why should your employees? That's like if you work for a company, right? And you took a, a loss, right? The company took a loss as a whole because of the economics or because of coronavirus. And your boss turns around and and says, yeah, sorry, we're going to pay you a 30th salary this year. Like, wouldn't you tell him to fuck himself? I mean, I would. Right. I mean, <laughs> the only way that would make sense is if at the beginning of the contract, they had said, well, a large part of what you do is bringing fans in. So we're going to make a percent of your revenue part of the ticket sales and then give you that. Yeah, but that was never part of the contract. So there's no, there was nothing in there saying that this money is because of the fans that you bring in. Yeah, I mean, in, in the same beat, you could say that like the team, like say the Jaguars, they don't fill the stadium every year, or the old when the Raiders were in Oakland, that you could turn around to your 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 players and be like, yeah, we didn't sell out as many games as we did, so we're gonna take some money off the top of your right. contract, and you know. But I think that's the risk. Like look at look at Mahomes, right? Signs a half of. How was it? A half that's a billion dumb. dollar dumb. contract? Like, that's yeah. dumb on both parts. And he's only going to see about 300, probably million. Because frankly... Yeah, I, I think like 140 something million of it's guaranteed. Yeah. Somewhere around yeah. there. So you figure the guy has at least five solid years left that he's going to be paid, right? Um, and then after that, you drop down. So, But here's the problem. You give that much money to one player, how are you going to build a team around the player with all the money isolated to you know 25% of your your cap is going to one guy and like that doesn't seem economically correct like how does like a team like that um and the countdown begins how's a team like that like function for the long term you know what i mean for, for, to me it doesn't seem like it's feasible to get how high. much does the cap go up every year i know it goes up a certain percent right doesn't it, it, it i think it varies i think it I varies on that. the tv oh. deal so it's like it's gonna be like what what that deal who what what was it i think it was baseball not bobby bonilla but <clears throat> Dale locked a player in. They just couldn't do anything. What, what team was that? It was, I know that happened. Sounds like the Boston Red Sox every year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like going to say that. that. Was, that no, there was like a big thing. They got like some super. Was it Dan, was it Miami? Dan Marino? Well, was it Castillo? Yeah. Well, well, yeah well, I know um, we're stuck over our, for Castillo yeah. down there. We we can't bring him up because we bring him up to the majors. We have to hit, to, to hit on our salary cap. There's no, there's 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 no minor league baseball this year. So does he still get paid? Uh, no, I don't believe <laughs> so. I don't think so. But he, I mean, you think he'd be nice since he was making 15 million a year as a minor league baseball player? That guy's going to retire a minor league baseball player with all that money. Matt, do you remember uh, Castile? He was the guy from Cuba who was the, who's, who the Yankees and Red Sox were going at it to get. And the Red Sox ended up getting him. Yeah. But they gave him this huge contract as a minor league player. And I think he only played like 15 major league games. But they can't, he has such a hit to the luxury tax over the cap that they can't bring him up to the majors because when they do, it screws, and all of a sudden the owners of the Red Sox are playing, paying ridiculous money to the uh, luxury tax for this one guy that is, who's a Not really shit. really good AAA player, but an average major league player getting paid what like some really good major league players should be getting that don't, you know what I mean? He probably picks up a yeah. lot of dinners down there in Pawtucket. I'm sure he's at the strip clubs because, as we all know, prostitution is basically legal in Providence. So, you know, as long as you're in a strip club, you can do whatever you want. Allegedly, they're doing uh, dances and tents and shit. Max, Max, as soon as the the the, the quarantine's over, Max shooting up to Rhode Island. Yeah, I'm gonna be transferring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I think it's only 18 years old to get in some of those places down in Rhode Island, so you might be all right. Sure He's gonna be taking the Amtrak <laughs> to Providence from uh, Grand Central Station. His parents are gonna be yeah. like, "Where'd Matt go? I mean, he's disappeared for like two days." Cash out his bank account. He's uh, sitting there with a foxy lady. 
We should do a show from the Foxy Lady one night. That'd be fun. They, they let you. Set that up. We should get an IV. Well, hey, I I do golf with the uh the squad. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Man. We, we should get an IV and just do the show. Do a couple of shows from the IV, right? And but like pocket in the pocket lots of the clubs, and then we can have like you know the girls just come in. We can interview them and st- stuff, and you know. That'd be funny. I think it'd be a great uh, promotional gig. I think if we could all work this out, we can all be happy. It makes everyone happy. You know what I mean? Our wives may not be too happy. Maybe we could do it with the squire. How's that guy? How's that guy, man? Maybe we'll do it with the squire. Little test Have you guys watched the new Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix? No. I haven't watched what you were talking about. That was a thing. Yeah, I didn't know it was already out. It's like... I, I have trouble watching it because it creeps me out because the freaking theme music is just like it's oh, it terrified me as a little kid just like hearing the the, the theme music to that show. So creepy. watch, it is it's really creepy. And uh, Robert Stack, that creepy old guy, used to narrate too. It's even creepier. So it's like every time I watch it, I hear that music and those stupid piano keys, and I just start freaking out. I have to like skip the intro because there's nothing more terrifying. I mean, it's real. Like even when I was younger and I watched it. I realized that it was real. Like I remember watching like stuff like RoboCop and like people getting their limbs blown off and like that didn't really affect me. But like shit like that, where people just go missing and they can't find a fucking body, that I find terrifying. Like, because like, that's just that's just scary. Is it someone a, could disappear from the earth. Is it the same music that they had back in the day? Uh, yeah, it's a little tweaked a little bit in the beginning. It's it's a little, uh, but it still sounds it's not pretty bad much as the America's same. Most yeah. Wanted, man. When you're sitting, you watch. Um, I was in Tahoe in a freaking shitty ass hotel because I booked late watching America's Most Wanted and they're like it in this hotel and I'm like I swore it was my hotel like that you start <laughs> freaking out because you're like that's my hotel like so somebody was murdered here and all that shit happens I do remember how a creepy unsolved mystery was though yeah Fucking like you're right because he would be like in the shadows and you'd be talking you'd be like so yeah. in later yeah, day he 19 what else is he? He, does, he does the commercials too right what else he, he was an airplane he's not alive he? anymore I don't know uh, what yeah, else did he do I don't he was I don't know, the guy in basketball was the Salmon. Salmon-y. But Dan Solve Mystery Guys was an airplane, right? Was no, that's not Leslie. That's was, not, no, 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 it was an airplane. It was an airplane. It was something like um. I'll look. One of those old something like that. Though. Yeah, he was, Google him. He was, yeah, a, he was a badass. Yeah. You never. That's one yeah, show. That's one show you never want to be on. <laughs> Unsolved no. Mysteries. mysteries. Yeah. Or America's Most Wanted. <laughs> or America's Most. You never want to be Patient Zero, and you never want to be on Unsolved Mysteries. Yes. Yeah, you don't want to be the first guy to have sex with a monkey. And next thing you know, everyone has AIDS. Like, you don't want that to be. I recommend it. Check it out. It's creepy. It's it's good, though. You don't want to be the guy who ate the bat stew in uh, China who now gave us all coronavirus. Do you think no. that guy knows he's the guy? He died. He's... The original guy died. Who, the coronavirus so, guy? Yeah, yeah he... the, the guy who How ate the bat. How do you know? Because they said they, they, they tracked the it down. Time. Yeah, they said they tracked it down and he's dead. No, I know where they he is. They killed him. He's in Providence right now getting a lap dance <laughs> in a tent. In a <laughs> yeah. What's the host's name again? What'd you say? Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, right. stack, something stacked. Why, is it, um, why, why would he be the first person? From Goodfellas? You'll get a bitch in here, stacks. Everyone's in depth. Why the fuck wouldn't he be the first person on a... What do we get for the time? Let's give you a four-minute warning before we get shut off. Last week, we were doing the show, and all of a sudden, we were... It was like electricity Robert died Stack. Up. Right, uh, yeah, right, yeah. Was, was, was he an airplane? Not an airplane. Isn't something? You're right. We're close. I he, think, he, well, uh, he's an actor. Say Stack, Robert like an, Stack. He was an actor yeah, back Robert in the Stack. fifties and the sixties. The name sounds familiar. Seventies. He was an airplane. Yeah, airplane. Yeah, airplane. He was an airplane. Yep. Yep. He played the porn star on the plane. He was talking jive. King of hell. It's like you understand, little lady. You understand jive? What well, the hell? Five hosts. He did a lot of voice acting. Unsolved like, Mystery had five. Oh hosts. yeah, it was Beavis and Butthead. 
That's where yeah, it I was. Dennis Carino was a host at one point. Beavis and Butthead do America. He was that was his voice. Or the like detective or something. Oh. He was the voice. These yeah. fucking mosquitoes, man. Oh, he was the air traffic controller on airplane. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. Yes. I do remember him. He was a stud muffin. Dead, right? All I remember is the pilot being a pedophile. Like, hey, Jimmy, you ever see a grown man naked? Yeah. <laughs> I like <laughs> a Mac, this is probably this is way before you said. You ever see Airplane, the movie Airplane? I used to very familiar, I'm sure. It's you, a classic. Point. It came out like 1977. I watched it, I watched it with my nephew during the uh, current quarantine. He's, he's going to be 19 next month. And he goes, that was the dumbest, most stupidest, oh, yeah, I seen that. best movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. We watched it in ninth grade, I remember, like right before Christmas vacation, we're sitting there. And that scene where the chick comes up and she's jumping up and down for top off and her boobs are hanging everywhere. And everyone in class is like, oh my God. And the teacher's like, yeah, this is the unedited version. <laughs> <laughs> Love the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar scene yeah. where he's criticizing. Yeah, I bust my ass up and down that floor every night. You tell your hey. dad, "Hey, are you Kareem Abdul-Jabbar?" No, kid. No. My name's Will. <laughs> it's like you look like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It's like yeah. The autopilot. That old and the lady. Pop that old lady walks up and talks jive. It's just so funny. That's great. I'm sure, you know, uh, I'm sure the Gen Z is gonna jump on that next. So the, here's the thing, real. Uh, we want. We'll get into yeah, it next. I, I, I want to talk about some of the racist stuff that's like uh, that's supposedly racist, but maybe maybe it's not. Maybe it isn't. And I posted something the other day about uh, the Black Jeopardy skit from uh, Saturday Night Live, where Tom Hanks plays this like honky that doesn't understand any of the the black stuff. Now, to me, I think it's funny. I don't think it's racist at all. I think it's kind of ironic because like yeah, that's probably the real life true story of some guy from down south who has no idea. Oh I, yeah, I went to the army with one. But. Kid. If you reversed it and you had white Jeopardy, and you had like you know Jeopardy's white Lebr Jeopardy, LeBron James on, and he couldn't understand stuff because he didn't finish high school, <laughs> would that be racist? I mean, this the uh, topic right now I'm feeling is borderline racist. Uh, I'm, I'm just Ryan, saying, just, uh, I mean, how you do it? I think like you're a meeting and everything. It's like it could be racist, but it's like how you do it. Yeah, like, it's all. Presented. Yeah, that particular description was. Would have been a racist example. I'm sure there were non-racist examples of white jeopardy that we can think of. White isn't racist. Twenty pack. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. So if you're watching on Facebook right now, we are going to take a small break from our. Uh, I'm going to have a uh, commercial from our sponsors. Our sponsors is uh, Darkness because we're going to go black real quick on this thing. <laughs> go um, one out. We'll yeah. be right back. Yeah, we're going to. Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy's sponsoring it. I mean, uh, say so. We're gonna, you're going to uh, touch this stuff. You're just going to see me and Eric for a second, and we're going to be back after these messages. So you guys have the links. We'll see you in a second. Hey, we're all coming. This is fun. You know, this is like we got this thing down to a science now, I think, guys. You know, this is multi. Uh, it's, I think by next week, this is going to get really old, and I'm just going to buy the news. I'm going to buy the subscription to Zoom because I don't think How it's that. How much is that? I think it's like 100 bucks a year. I think it'll be well worth. Uh, wow, that is very much worth Yeah, half to split this up there he is. I like how we all switched locations. What was that too, picture, no? Ryan? Was that, was that your was that your like high school portrait idea? Right <laughs> no, like actually, it's like I did a photo shoot with my daughter. Like uh, that's my photo. Oh, there you go. See, you making fun of him. So shoot, you take having. Yeah, now I feel like an ass. You know, just having pictures of his daughter. You know, it was just him though. It was just him in the picture, so I couldn't assume yeah. it was. I thought it was maybe like a, like a because you do actor that was like maybe like a headshot. Like you should see Eric's headshots for when he was acting. He has this really feminine pose. Where he's like looking this way and he's looking back this way and he's like, oh, he's, do not was, have one of those. He was like, you have a rose in his hand. Basically, like, do not have that. No, he had, he had a penis in his hand. I have one normal headshot. 
No, but you have this weird one where you have this grin and you're like grinning like this, but your body's tilted this what? way and your head's like, oh, it was like a default good. picture on Facebook for like the longest time. <laughs> no, it was not. What are, you, yeah, yeah, what are you smoking? Share it with you. I gotta see this. I, I gotta, gotta see this because yes, I have no idea. That's it. I'll, I'll bring it up. I know it's a picture of me and you yes, in suits please. doing that. You sure that. it's not something you photoshopped already? Yeah. No, no, no. no. Should we going to be mixed up with someone else? Hold on. Hold on. It's like, I'm gonna bring this up right now because it's, 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 it cracks me up every time I see it because I know you, you got like... My, my, my last two photos... One was the one right now is me in a raft with a beer with a Deadpool mask on no, it, in the pool. This is like and then the one after that is me walking into uh, walking into the strip club after Game Seven. He's no, got a nice is, perfect picture of me. This is grown ups two territory. I like the pretty woman one that you did already with Eric and uh, what's her name that girl. Remember that one? What oh. girl was that? Um, Dude, yours is the best. I'm pointing at the screen like he's right in front of me. Yours, <laughs> yours is the best, Adam. <laughs> The fucking the, uh, Burt Reynolds the one. Weapon? No, the Burt Reynolds one. We oh, put my face oh, on the yeah. Burt Reynolds laying on the bearskin <laughs> rug. That, one, yeah. that was awesome. <laughs> I feel like this is my first Asian face. I think you were set. You said I think that was right before we went to Savannah. Oh, I gotta find that. All I did was it. Oh, I still got it. It's in my my Let's thing. Let's see. We gotta go deep, like years from now, like years ago. <laughs> Mac, do you ever see uh, Grown Ups too? Yeah. Eric was in the movie. I think I've seen all of them. He was, he was in it multiple times. Really? You know the big fight scene? Oh, boy. I mean, not in particular. Eric I'm, knows the time stamp, it's the, sure. it's the whole movie. <laughs> it's, it's the whole movie. Hour one. This one right it's here. Basically, this right here. Yeah, I'm just... That's a normal headshot. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can see it. Yeah, right. that's, a, <laughs> that's a normal headshot. So, if you, so Mac, if you've seen Grown Ups 2, you might recognize this guy yeah, right here. That's he my was, still from Grown Ups 2. Look at if you, Next time you watch it, when... Uh, just look at the, during the whole potty scene. Just look at the right side of the screen. You'll see the black jacket in numerous places. I'm right behind. Uh, I'm right in the camera fighting this kid. And I'm so close. They had to put the sound effects in when he hit me. It was pretty cool. Ryan was in Grown Ups too. Too. Do you remember him? Were you? No. I don't no, think so. <laughs> wasn't. It was fun. It was the funnest three weeks I've ever had. How much? One big potty. How much big tent. How much sex did you have? Nice. I mean, um, after. I mean, actually, that was all. That was, all the sex happened on Clear History. So he. That's where he met. Um, number one fan of the show, Adam, our friend Kayla, with her last name means. I didn't meet her. They already knew her. Oh, I thought you met her on the show. Was she on the movie set? No, she used to be on the show before us at Unregular. She was never on our show. No, she was the show, the Big Sauce. Show she, oh, she was. Yes, that's where we met her. Oh, she was a she's a bitch. Well, she wasn't a bitch. She still is a bitch. She she's a past tense. Calm she... down quite a bit on her Twitter, unfortunately. But yeah, she's so. Ryan and Mac, we have this uh, lady who does not like the show uh, for years. Again, ago. I got like I, he was doing. They were doing all this shit to her one night, and I'm sitting there trying to have dinner with my friends, and she's blowing me up on Messenger. Not a nice girl. She's like, "You're doing this, do something." Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And she's she like, "Your name's on there." I go, "Yeah," and there's another name on there. So d email that fucking. <laughs> she kid. sent the uh, unfriended <laughs> me on everything when it was these two jagoffs. Would she send a cease and desist yeah, order to me? You, you kept posting. Yeah, she her sent pictures. a cease and desist order from a lawyer's office. Well, here's what? the thing. <laughs> like you. She, well, she, well, I wanted to debate her. That was when we were still in. Uh, yeah, she's still a, in Cambridge. She's remember? a very. I wanted to debate her because of her. Fucking she hates crazy. white people. She yeah, hates. She them. hates. She's a white girl from like hates probably Swampskit, and she hates white people. And she is uh, every time you come up with her, she has like these radical ideas, right? She she. So you would approach her and be like, "Well, why?" And you just ask her why. Like, why do you think? Like, she's saying like the sky is really purple. And you go, all right, well, why do you think the sky's really pretty? And then I'm reporting you to Facebook, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You're already. And then she'd go off like crazy. So the irony of it, she's banned from Facebook. So oh, they, that they, they shut her account down. 
Um, she only has a Twitter, but that gets shut down occasionally. She's still once on, um, still on Instagram. I see her on She's Instagram. On the too, yeah. So she was very feminist about women like being, you know, exposing themselves and taking pictures. And, and then she do. shows pictures. <laughs> and then she show, of her Then mouth. she posts <laughs> naked pictures of her. Yeah. On cause the camera really, stops right yeah. at the mound, right before you get to see the. So she calls it odd stuff. They call me odd. <laughs> so you know, if I want to pose with my so bush she, out, then I can. Too, so whenever, so. whenever something she would post, you would bitch and moan about a guy. Or, or a person that she'd be like, hey, white people, am I right? Adam's just going on the time. And so one day she's bitching about her father. She's like, my dad, blah, blah, blah. And I, I just commented, I go, white guys, am I right? And that's when I got, <laughs> that's when I got blocked. Adam, in. Adam summed her up perfectly, right? You said that she was like this chick that must have done wrong. We so she has daddy issues. We I think I, we we tapped that one right off the bat. Like, yeah, uh, she must. Like this yeah. girl does not get along with her father because if I was this girl's father, I'd be. She like, must not girl, because what's I, wrong I, with you? I remember a post where she was <laughs> they were watching the Patriots game and she was commenting on a, a player how he was hot, blah blah blah, and she said her dad was uncomfortable because he was black. So maybe that's what it is. Her dad's black. No, the guy, the football player, she's oh, gushing she's over. Very, the very white. No, she's I was gushing say, that, over. That can't be her real. Dad. No, she was gushing oh. over. I want to say Sony Michelle. I think it's Sony Michelle. I don't, no, no, it's probably not Sony Michelle. It's somebody. Uh, whoever the running back was before Sony Michelle. Um, uh, Curtis Mott. No, it was fucking um, Dave Meggett. Um, Twenty-two. <laughs> Twenty-two. What was who LeBlanc? was it? Who what? Not not all right. Before LeBlanc. Well, the idiot that just runs in the tackles. Yeah, uh, before the he looks like he he looks like a the 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 nerd on the school yard. Got to kick this out of our seats at the Celtics. No, game. no, that's way back. Why, why is he? He was supposed to be. Wasn't it Georgia? Where was he from? I don't know. I'm looking Look it up, man. I forget his name. I Number twenty-two. Dave Meggett. No. Smith. Antoine Smith. No. He's a real when, when you say it, I'm going to be like, yeah, it's like an ass or something, isn't it? Sequoia McCoy. Sony Michelle. Bam, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. Like, I know all these other running backs, but I just can't remember this one. Uh, Brandon Bolden. Nope. Uh, Bur- uh, it's not Burkett, not James White, nope. not Damian Harris. Nope. Uh, this is going to be a fun game. We're just going to go. The Patriots had about 50 know, running backs right? in the last 20 years. Just change this. I'll, get, I'll, I'll find do it. You know I'll my find aunt, do, you know, do you guys know Dave Maggot? Are you familiar with Dave Maggot? He's the one who got knocked out in, uh, not oh. Maggie, but the, the running back was the one who got knocked out in Steven the Ravens game. Stephen Ridley. It was him. Yeah, I hate him. He sucks. He runs but, into tackles. Yeah. He just falls into Yeah, the but that's what she she was like questioning that he was so hot and her father was upset, so I think maybe that's what it is. So, it's real creepy seeing you on the phone with me. I don't know. Why am I on your phone? I feel like I should be naked every time I look at you. <laughs> is that <laughs> it? That was weird. <laughs> what was that? I don't know what that was. I'm just gonna pretend <laughs> like it was never said. He's just gonna make sure. Uh, Adi says some weird shit. I'm shocked he hasn't told you that we slept naked together when we, we didn't. didn't. We had pillows and blankets and muff fully clothed between us. Just want to give a heads up to Alex Wallace, number one fan of the show, watching. He is live watching us from Western Mass. Yeah, me and Eric did sleep naked together. Wasn't that he's lying. I oh. get to, it was it was a January night. Monday to be to be exact. It was Tuesday. a uh, to maybe a right. Tuesday. We went to a Bruins game together and uh, we got very, like it's a fucking date. We got very, very drunk. <laughs> and then we went to the greatest spot and uh Party dropkick, dropkick Murphy's were upstairs with Heidi Watley from the Red Watney. Sox. Watney, what the fuck her name is. That's Jody Watley. So, so he knew a guy who knew the guy who knows dropkicks to so let us upstairs. No, I knew we, the guy who knew dropkicks. That's what I said. You said you knew a guy who knew a guy. I knew the guy that knew the guy. Oh, okay. I mean, all right, all right, all right. So we got upstairs to where the dropkicks were, and the potty was kind of rumming down, so Heidi Watley was sitting Watney. there. Watney. Watney. 
And uh, someone bought her a drink. She took one sip of it. So I took a sip after she left it. So after I took a sip. Yeah. So we kind of we kind of kissed Heidi Watley that night. <laughs> she took a sip. He goes, I bet so you you won't drink. You, he goes, I bet you won't drink marry, that. Uh, she's the one that married Will Middlebrooks. No, she was the one no, fucking around. Jenny Bar- Bell. She was the one fucking Jenny around Baritek. Uh, they all look alike. Yeah. So, Heidi, Wat- Heidi Watley's on MLB. I seen her uh, the other day. She's on MLB Network now. So we. Uh, so she has we, no ass. I was we, very, 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 very upset about that. Very yeah, upset about it. Flat ass. Get rid of play. I don't like a girl with a flat ass. You know, I need something yeah. to grab onto. You know, like bicycle exactly. spokes, if you will. Um, I agree. So after we left the greatest bar, very intoxicated, we met up with uh, Eric's future girlfriend at the time and her friend. And My friend, our friend, our friend. So we went to a bar, and then her Asian friend, her Hawaiian, Hawaiian. friend. And uh, long story short, me and Eric and three girls went back to their apartment in Malden, Massachusetts. Oh yeah! And as we were getting to the apartment, a blizzard rolled in. Dropping about yeah, a f- blizzard already foot was of there s- while we were in the s- well, we yeah. in the game. I mean, there was about a foot and a half of snow the next morning, but uh, we were trapped in the house, and uh, me and Eric took our clothes off and went on. Put it this way: the pullout couch. Up. He was he, he <laughs> the pullout was so, the, the pullout couch was the only thing that pulled out again. that. Night. He had everything and correct until that pot. Yeah. Thought about me making out with my future girlfriend on the thing, trying to go upstairs with her. She said, "No, you sleep on the couch with him." He whispered and she in my ear. Like, she gave us like fifty pillows. He whispered in my ear. This couch is this couch is the only thing pulling out tonight. The Hawaiian, the Hawaiian one. Three women. I could have banged. You spent the night with three women, and yet you guys had to sleep together. Hey, I I played the slow play. You know, I ended up banging the one two months later. Naked. He whispered in my ear. This couch is the only thing pulling out tonight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. That didn't happen, but that's pretty funny. And I said, "All right." Well, well, out. then if 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 all that happened, then I must have really really fucked him up because when I left him, he was in the fetal position on his bathroom floor. Oh, I so. that it, that that day is my number two hangover of all time. I mean, I drank everything. I mean, I think I drank gasoline. Like, <laughs> and how irresponsible I was! It was three o'clock in the morning. One of the girls wanted to go to the store to what get cigarettes. Blizzard! You can't die. There's nothing gonna happen. And she must have hit about 19 snow. We're like on a side street to go to. We literally Malden. had to go maybe like a quarter of a mile down the side street in Malden, and we take a left to another side street. She must have hit about 15 snowbanks along the way. Like Kyle was just sliding all over the place. We were only going like 10 miles per hour, and I was like, I was like, how is this even possible? You know, you know, I'm gonna lose my my man virginity with that Eric tonight, and here I am in a car crash. At a convenience store, but uh, that, yeah, I was so hungover. And it was so like I was sick. put in prison. I literally, I literally got home to my apartment. Probably remember you left your phone at home. Oh, too. I didn't even have my phone. So my um, the, my lady friend at the time uh, had no way to get in contact with me for uh, multiple hours, which uh, in retrospect was probably a blessing in the sky. <laughs> since uh, that didn't work out very well. So. Um, but yes, I was literally on the floor till nine in the morning. I managed to get to bed around dinner time, and I had thrown up so much that I thought I was borderline dead. I think I went out drinking again. Yeah, it was. It was borderline tough. dead. Wow. Yeah, it was. My number one hangover all time was my first time in Montreal when I was uh, in 2003. Uh, we went up there for a little trip, and I drank. I literally was drinking Gold Slugger out of the bottle like it was a fine wine. Um, and I paid for that oh, when I threw up in the glass elevator and oh. splatted puke oh. all over in a very nice Sheridan hotel we were staying my, at. My number one was New York City, fucking laying in the fetal position in Penn Station. Got told to get up twice or I was getting arrested. So in the, the fetal position the whole train ride home. Fetal position, position when I got home. Fetal position today. till the next day. Yeah, I was fucking hurting. Was that the uh, WrestleMania? Trip? No, that was um, um a concert, right? Uh, yeah, Metallica. Metal, Metal Liquor. 
this was where I think I thought this was bad. Oh though. yeah, that was. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Holy so, shit. Do you guys know what that picture is? They don't. No. I'm going to tell you. I'm so glad I tapped out that day that I did yeah. not go to that. So one night, it was, so one night after the radio show, uh, me and Eric decided we we're going to meet these girls from Tinder. Um, at a bar in Boston. Um, let's change that back. He was meeting I was a girl, meeting from, girl Tinder, from Tinder, and I was tagging friend. along. No, this is like this is before my wife. This is between the transition from the flight attendant to my wife. That that little gray, like it was like December of like January of 2016. So we we go meet these girls and we're drinking with them. So we're trying to get back to their apartment. So they they invite. So she's like, oh my, she's like, I can't go back to the apartment because it's messy. <laughs> That's I just figured I figured it was girl, you know, blah blah. We're in the we're in Hub Pub and like we're you know where the bathrooms are in Hub Pub. Ryan, you ever been to Hub Pub? No, no. Uh, it was just, you go downstairs, a very, very old building, Boston, you go downstairs. And she's like wanted me to do it right there with the kegs and I was yeah. like, no, 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 I can't let anybody maybe catch me doing you because you look like a man. She looked like Kathleen she Turner. She looked like Kathleen Turner now. <laughs> maybe no, maybe like friends Kathleen Turner. Yeah, she's like, um, like Chandler's father. Yeah, so she's like, my place is a mess. I'm like, everybody's place is a mess. So I, you know, I figured just, I figured just typical girl mess. Yeah, damn, that was this fucking... apartment was about a 700 square foot apartment in the back on Beacon Hill, right? So the rent's probably like three grand a month for this little place, right? When we opened the door, she had to use great force to push the garbage <laughs> down behind the door. And I couldn't shut the bathroom door. Yeah, garbage. you couldn't close the bathroom door. You couldn't close her bedroom door. Um, every cabinet door was open. There was uh, cats everywhere. It smelled like dog God, shit. Smelled cat, like cat shit. Um, she had like she had like four hula hoops, which we couldn't figure out why. <laughs> Adam, four trash cans. You got the picture brought up. So, tell me some of the stuff in this picture that you observed over the time. Oh, okay. Oh, gladly. Uh, let's see. The best is a Hollywood. Uh, we got for some reason. There's a lot of Powerade bottles. Yep. I don't know why. There's like five of them. Um, we got. Uh, some Starbucks, some plastic cups, about six bottles of seltzer water. Oh, there's like seven Powerade bottles. Sorry. Um, how many trash barrels that are full? One, Not two. Full. No, they were empty. The trash barrels were empty. There was nothing in them. No, there's a lot of paper towels too, just sitting around. Oh, there's like three fans. Like it's a fucking meth lab. Um, it was like so January. She wasn't a hoarder. It, she just ate a lot. She was a mess. It was a cold January night too. She was a big girl too. No, no offense to big girls, but I mean, she. Oh, was, she wasn't big. No, she wasn't. She was, I remember freaking Eric out the next day because I kept sending you pictures of lice yeah. and everything. Yeah, he was itching all day. <laughs> well, that's just, yeah. That was just uh, the placebo. Yeah, that was placebo imagine. effect. The best was there was a hole over the the couch, which uh, definitely was her head going through the wall. Mm. Like she had fallen <laughs> and put her head through because it was a per like a perfect head size hole in the plaster. Yeah, my, my favorite. Though is there's a giant ashtray in the shape of a heart. That's <laughs> blunt wraps all over the place, ashes all over the place. I mean, to get romantic in that place. Oh, I met really, your mother on the TV. Really took like your mind to go to another level. You know what I mean? It was you like you definitely don't want to light a candle. There's no fucking in romance that. in there. You just pull it <laughs> a pile drive. It was like it was literally like you have to. You, it, 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 equivalent to being a pitcher in the ninth inning during the game seven of the World Series. And you have runners in scoring position, and you need one more out. Like that is the mental mind you have to get into to be able to do anything to perform in this manner. Because if you, because you can't, if you look to your left, you look to your right, you're gonna see, you know, a cat pissing on a pile of new groceries, and uh, or if you look to your left, you're gonna see a hole in the wall and a bunch of hula hoops. And I'm not quite sure why there were so many hula hoops. That is the thing that there, disturbs me the most. There were so many hula hoops. You couldn't even see her bed. There was so much stuff on the bed. Like, it was very un very disturbing. It was very, like, I almost felt like after I left, 
I really should call uh, the inspection service department of the city of Boston and be like, I think you may want to check this place up because I, I mean, I fear for the people that live around her at this point. It could be very dangerous, you know. Adam, I wish you came. I'm glad I, I, I you offered. And uh, he would have. Well, neither one of us would have got any, and we all probably would even went in there because he would have opened his mouth the second we walked in, and oh. she would have kicked us out. Me, you, and Adam would have teamed up on Kathleen Turner. <laughs> <laughs> For the story for next week's show. That's what happened. We just, yeah, but high fived each other <laughs> because you get the Eiffel Tower, but when you have three, it's more like an oil derrick. You know what I mean? With a <laughs> pumping some oil, right, Mac? Like, <laughs> young a kid on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you have his. Here's the thing. We've already we've already been through the tunnel, and we're kind of like you know, he's just entering the tunnel, and there's so much space between the four of us. In him, you know, Mac. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. There's so much you have to learn that you haven't experienced no, yet. That makes sense. And when you do, you're just gonna yeah. be like, "Wow, that's what it's like." They had to go through that. Some of it, some of it you enjoy. Some of yeah. it you won't tell anyone. <laughs> some of it, <laughs> I'm okay with true. that. There's that's some life. there's <laughs> some stuff you take to your grave. I feel like I'm very open. I feel like there's maybe like two percent of my life that I will take to the grave, but for the most part. Anyway, I think you guys heard that's something. That's a big percent. Two percent? Yeah, I mean, if you get to 100, that's two whole years. That's about right. That you just won't, and then 33 of them, what, how, what percentage of years do you sleep? Like 33 percent? Well, that includes some of my dreams that I'm going to share with people. <laughs> oh, okay. Of, well, that's fair, though. I can't think of anything like that that at least one person doesn't know yeah. about. Yeah. Like, at least one per. I, I, I mean... I'm trying to think if there's really anything. I don't think there is that I can think of for me. What are we talking about? Sorry to yeah, you, know, you, you got to be right, though. Yeah, I guess you're probably right. There's probably at least, it's, it's tough to, that at least one person doesn't know. Because, like, this, like, stupid shit you've done or said, you know, and, like, at least one person was there to observe the uh, the carnage of it. You know what I mean? Or it's like, you just right. got to tell somebody. You're just like, I, I got to fucking tell somebody. Yeah. You know, that happens. Like, no. you know, you go to the movies and you shit your pants. You know, something you probably should keep to yourself. But, yeah, but you know. everyone in the movie theater probably knew. Like yeah. that was that's so true. Funny. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't know guy. that they knew. <laughs> and everyone who used the bathroom after you, you know, and they see your dirty. Like when I was in spring break 2003, and I shit myself at a Shoney's in Virginia, and I just decided that hey, you know what? Shoney's. I'm just gonna hang my drawers up on the back of the stall door, and I'm gonna tell my friends they should go into the bathroom and check something cool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's, then I had to drive all the way in. My luggage was in the, buried in the back of the Jeep, and I couldn't get a fresh pair of drawers out. So I drove all the way from Virginia to Massachusetts with no underwear on, that rubbing is. my raw ass against the shorts I was wearing in March, which was probably a good idea to wear shorts in March in Massachusetts. But, I mean, that goes beyond my common sense and anything I did that was rational during that trip, or any trip for that matter. So, you know, when you really put something up, like that, that was just the beginning of, yeah, I figured that was going to happen, you know. You know, there's plenty of stories. I mean, we could go in for hours, me and Eric, about especially just Vegas 2008 by mm-hmm. itself is a whole other story. You know. If I remember any of this. Oh, I remember everything. I remember. I remember. I remember. I mean, I remember some parts of, I mean, I, I, I was so freaking drunk. I can't believe I remember getting from that swingers club to the, ho- the yeah, hotel we went the to second a, night. We went to a swingers club in Vegas together called the uh, Hush Club. And Cabby tried selling me cocaine. I'm like, yeah. So the great thing about the Swingers Club was it was $50 to get in for the weekend, right? 
but it was bring your own booze. So you paid fifty dollars. You got to pay to get your beer because you get tip the yeah, guy. Yeah, you tip the girl, you know. But you go to the liquor store that's conveniently around the corner, and you buy your own booze, and you bring it in, and you sit there, and you get to watch couples have sex and possibly be asked to join them. I mean, that's that's basically so. We're it. I'm sitting in a booth, so they you walk in, and there's just rooms, 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 rooms. And then you open the bar, and then you got the stage with a stripper pole. Strange, yeah. And then you got a, the the seat. There's supposed to be a, I don't know. What there's like these bar stools, but like there was like but the aquarium. Two booths. You're looking into like the tiger's yeah, cage. High tops, and there was all places. Like that. So this good-looking girl goes in with her boyfriend, or whatever, and he fucking takes a stool, literally puts it in front of the glass, like he's at the fucking aquarium, and just watching. Like, and I'm in the booth. I'm just look up, and I'm like, man, you you're fucking creep. You're fucking creep. And I'm look. I'm look. You know, I'm there, so I'm gonna look. Sometimes I'm gonna stare, and like the, he he perfectly was positioned so a fan blocked them. You could just see them moving. <laughs> But you couldn't see anything. It's so so I, after my like second forty ounce, I'm fucking right next to him. Looking my face up on the glass. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy. It was great. And then I got a hand job from a pregnant hooker. There you go. And paid her with poker chip pay, pay, paid her with casino chips. Persistence. And then the girl and the other girl who comes over, she's like, Did she really get that? And she's like, Why don't you have me that? I go, Persistence pays off, baby. The 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 expression on Ryan and Mac's face right now is absolutely priceless. But the funny like, thing is like, I'm <laughs> just I'm thinking about if the person was pregnant, does that mean the baby also gave you a hand? No, no, no. Yes, no, it was no, his I'm first thinking. threesome. But yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Was there nobody else around? Wouldn't it be the first. Like, I, no, I was just <laughs> drunk. <laughs> I and she, I, about and I didn't, I didn't think she, I was joking and said, all, all I have is $60 in, in chips. Because I, my check hadn't cleared. We had just got there and I put a fourteen hundred dollars check. I'm not judging, man. If you're in a pregnant no, woman jerking your arm. I'm not. But, but, but I'm shit-faced. <laughs> I'm shit-faced when I say all I got is 60 bucks poker chips. If you take that, yeah, you'll give me a hand job. She's like, all right. So I'm sitting in a booth and I'm drinking my beer. And in come the Metro police. And she's like, she's like, oh, the police here. Put it away. Put it, put it away. So I go to put my dick away. And she's like, no, no, the beer is a beer. And I'm like, what the yeah, fuck? It, I am confused. They didn't have a liquor license there. So you weren't really supposed to have alcohol. But like, you know, it was kind of one of those things. The Metro police would pop in every once in a while just to make sure things were going straight, you know. But uh, yeah, that place closed down. But this is this, this is a, <laughs> there's several others in the city if you if you need to go to. But that one in particular, uh I, I remember the first night I went to that place. It was a year. It was um, He couldn't wait to get there. He was like speed walking when we got out of the cab. So me and him went in November. The first time I went there was in June of the same year, like six months earlier, by mistake. So I'm in Vegas with my family. And uh, it's like I'm just wandering around. I'm hammered. And like I come across, which I think what I thought was a strip club. So I walk by and, ugly, it, and there was this lady standing out front. And she's like, hey. And I'm like, hey. And she's like, you want to come in? And I'm like, sure. I'm like. So I come in with her, like, all right. And she's showing me around. She's showing me the sex rooms, the dungeon, the, uh, you know, all the, the stuff that's in there, you know. And I was like, oh, I'm a strip club? And she's like, no, it's a swingers club. And I'm like, what's that? And she tell, goes ahead and tells me. She's like, oh, it's like for $50, you get a weekend pass. Come in. I'll come and go for the next three days. I'm like, oh, I'm, like, I'm in Vegas for the next three days. <laughs> so she's like, yeah, you bring your own booze. I'm like, this is great. I'm like, I can go and just hang and chill with people. And there's tons of people there. There's pool tables. You know, there was TVs and, you know, stuff like that. So I was like, all right, I'm cool. So I went to the liquor store, got some beers, went over there, hung over. And then I would go and do the bar thing all day, like, or at night. I'd do the family thing. I went to, like, the Hoover Dam and stuff like that and seen, like, Cirque du Soleil. And then, like, at, like, 11 o'clock, I'd go to my parents. I'll see you guys in the hotel room. I'm going to go adventure. So I'd bar hop a little bit. And, you know, next, next thing you know, I was at Hush Club. So <laughs> fast forward five months. I was telling Eric about it for the entire five months from, like, July to, like, it's October. We're like, I'm like, this place, you got to check it out. 
So he's like, all right. So as soon as we landed, we got to the hotel and we we're like cutting through. Ho- we, we made a mad dash there the first night to check this place out. And it was like it was a go to place. But it was funny because we went there and then they closed down like six months later, I guess. Um, so yeah, we, we had that a mo- seems like the kind of place that wouldn't last. It was a fly. Like, yeah. So <laughs> let me describe the strip mall to you. Not a staple of the community. No. So it was a strip mall. <laughs> so at the end of the strip mall, there was a strip club. Next to the strip club was a liquor store. Next to the liquor store was a store where strippers buy their clothes. Next to that was the Hush Club. Next to that was a massage parlor. And next to that was like a like a, a maternity store. Like this wow. was and that place still had nothing. Oh, it wasn't you. It wasn't you with me, Baltimore. Forget it. it wasn't the, you. This was the strip. This, this was the, the the mini mall that the strip club was in. I mean, that tells you right there. Like this is a strip mall that was like destined to. Not be a place to take your family, you know. And then, I mean? like in the middle of nowhere, it looks like it's so creepy looking. It was, yeah, it was, a, it was a, it was a street off of Las Vegas Boulevard, so it was, it was like Industrial Avenue, I think it was called. It was literally like the only thing lit up was the, was the place, was the strip mall. Yeah, maybe and, a street light, like fifty, you know, feet. And I've probably been to Vegas probably ten times after that time we went there, and it, I haven't been on that street, and there's probably a good reason why, because it's probably, a, I mean, I walked some sketch, like I was like, I walked from old, old Vegas to New Vegas once. Like the same trip, which is the most dangerous walk one could ever do, is about a mile and a half of gang violence, nonstop. And like they suggest that tourists take the bus, and I was like, oh, it's a beautiful night. It was like 80 degrees out, and I, I popped into a bunch of like you know wedding chapels and strip clubs along the way to check them out and everything, you know. <laughs> and uh, it, it was great. And OJ was there at the time. OJ was being on trial at the at the courthouse, so the whole trial thing was going on. So people were hanging outside the courthouse and everything, you know. So. It was uh, it was something cool, and then I get back from vacation. He goes, "Where'd you walk?" And he's like, "I just seen Gangland the other night," and it was like basically the same road I was hanging out on. So, I could have <laughs> died. I mean, we couldn't have been having this podcast. It's like when right I did now. my walk through uh, New Orleans gang area. I would have never met Adam on Craigslist in the Casual Encounters ad. You know, we, he answered very nice. At least mine was so. broad daylight in New Orleans. That's true. Yeah. Have I you guys? Like daylight's always safer. Well, it's not nec- safer. not necessarily. Have you guys ever been to New Orleans? Other than you, Adam, I've been there. I have, yeah, I've been. So you know, living Biloxi, Mississippi, which wasn't far. Oh yeah, but like yeah, like a very impoverished area. I auditioned for uh, Twelve Years a Slave, like you know, and stuff and everything, like uh, the movie and stuff and everything. Mm -hmm. And I went there, and um, they uh, they told me and stuff and everything. I looked like too much like Chiatol Edgefor. So if anything happened to Chiatol Edgefor. Yeah. That's like a good thing and a bad thing. You're like, oh, you're like, well, how do I get this guy killed? Well, I mean, can you I know? be his double? <laughs> can I? Can I be his stand-in? Stand-in stunt double, you know. But you know how like in New Orleans, like you go to like one street, it's nice, and you like you go like two streets over, and it's bad. But then you go to street after that, it's nice. There's no neighborhoods. There's like streets that are issues there. So, yeah. we were staying at like the we were staying up in the. Uh, by the museum. city park, like, uh, like I think it was mid city. Museum. Yeah, in the museum and stuff like that, right? So everything was like nice. And, but if you go like too many streets down in the wrong direction, you get like some like ghetto ass uh, shit. Like well, they all, yeah, they all left, and I wanted. Tra- I would talk to Church's Chicken the whole weekend. I love Church's Chicken. When I, you know, I was stationed in the South, I went to it all the time. So I found one. It was a mile away. I'm like, all right, you know, I can walk to walk some of this hangover off. So I'm walking, I'm going, and I'm just getting a little shadier, a little shadier, and I was just like, eh, okay. And then I walk, I'm like, I'm walking down, and it tells me to go down this road, take a right, and I look, and I look down, and it's just like, it just looks like a scene from Men's Society. Like, just low bikes, people running around, just just people everywhere, just partying, I could hear all the parties, and so stuff, and I'm like, 
I'm gonna go the long way. I'm gonna walk. Took it right down there. There was a football game going on, and I was just, I was definitely in the wrong neighborhood. Me and my wife are at the airport, and he's texting. Definitely us, in the wrong neighborhood. And he's telling the streets she's going. On. So my wife lived in New Orleans for like four, four years. So she knows the area pretty well where we were staying at. And she's like, yeah, that's a bad area. Eric's probably gonna yeah. die. But when, and I go when I walk into churches, is two gang members on the corner, and people are like, why are they gang members? I'm like, because I know what a gang banger looks like. I know, you know, they're both dressed the same. They got their brad. They actually said to him, hi, Mr. Guy who doesn't seem to be no, right I, in this neighborhood. I am a gang member, and if you continue on this path, trouble will I, arise. I went into church as chicken. Now, I shit you not, you can't, it's just, it's like going into a uh, Dunkin' Donuts, like, in you South can't Boston? sit in. Yeah, you just, it's just, there's nothing, it's it's just the kitchen. There's no, you can't sit. The thing is about, like, 10 feet in between this bulletproof glass and more than chicken. I'm just like, I'm Ubering back to this fucking place. So I Uber back and I get picked up by a, a guy who looked like, look like he could have been a king. He's all tatted up and he, chains and gold teeth. And I was just like, I couldn't understand a word he was saying. And I was just like, I'm destined to die here. It's, it's, I walked through gangland and then I went back to the hotel, poked in the gang areas, and I literally was in like a blue patch of like, could have been like a small town. It's just all blue. For, it was just some Crip gang, and the only thing that wasn't blue was the state highway that went in between it because they can't own the state highway. Did he make you nervous? I mean, after I seen that, I was like, Jesus Christ, and I'm walking around with a freaking Boston Red Sox hat on, you know? I mean, you stuck out. I'm gonna, uh, yeah. I, I mean, that's like an undertone. Like, you were probably a targeted person. I mean, maybe. Luckily, you were out of money by that point, so you were like, <laughs> I No, know. I actually wasn't. Maybe I, uh, maybe, maybe staying on the main road was the smartest thing to do. Because if I went I down that, because it would have took me, it took me like 15 more minutes to get there. Where if I went down that road, I probably would have been there in five minutes more. Probably never would have, probably never would have made it. But one thing that sticks out in my head the most about New Orleans is when we're, we're all sitting there trying to have a nice dinner at a restaurant, and Eric and Susie are arguing over like I think it was a like college football. No, it was, and, it, was, it, was, and, um, it was Susie's friend. Susie's friend. Oh yeah, <laughs> well like, yeah, it was like loud, and we're all trying to have a nice meal, and like. All these people are like looking You're at fucking us New Orleans in the restaurant. on Bourbon Street. Come on. No, we weren't on Bourbon Street. We were on Royal Street, which is the nice street. And oh, you guys were bringing the bourbon mentality to Royal Street, which oh. is more of the nicer, classy Royal area. Royal Street is boring. Well, we were just having a delightful dinner at a really nice a restaurant. Nice meal. And you and Amy had to go off on college football. Amy had to go off. I was and just And how much you hate college football and all this stuff, and you were offending her. <laughs> you know. And I think there was a lot of sexual aggression because you guys previously had a relationship. And I think there was a little tension there from a few months later that was really causing yeah, the action. A few months later, it was like Joey. two years. She was kind of like talking like two to years. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, I think so. I think and she then she th tried to sit. I thought she was going to tell Manny. I was like, Manny, I'll give you my room. Jesus Christ. I'll sleep on the couch for that. Were you going to watch? No, the couch in his room. He was going to sit there with like a like a fine bourbon, sip in the corner. And go, <laughs> Give him instructions. Yeah. Now do it this way, Matthew. We talked about that last week. No, we didn't talk about that last week. How, maybe we'll talk about it in the second segment. Since we, we're going to have our friend uh, Ryan Hoosby join us at the next coming. Third? Yeah, ready. He's ready. Uh, Skippy Jessup and stuff and everything. Uh, so, all right. You know, he's looking forward to uh, talking to you guys and stuff and everything. Um, yes, you know, he's a great guy and stuff and everything. I met him at uh, Wise Guys Comedy in Salt Lake City and stuff at this comedy festival. And he's uh, really cool, you know, and stuff and everything. He was telling me like these, um, you know, he's been on Celebrity Name Game and um, this dating show and stuff and everything on MTV. Like, you know, um, great guy, man. Cool. So, yeah, we're going to be joining us. Oh, actually, we get the one, and the one just came up. So, all right, cool. All right, so 
Ryan, why don't you get in contact with him? Tell him to join the third link. Mac, you going to join us for the last segment of the show? Yeah, I can do that. Hell yeah. All right. So, uh, guys on Facebook, stand by. We will be going uh, to another, um, how do you say, break. And uh, we'll be joining uh, Skippy Jessup after these messages for the last third of the show. All right, guys. See you in a bit. I mean, We it, had a power cord cut out this morning, and I thought the internet was totally down. I'm glad I could make it. That's... Hey, when the power gets out in New York City, that's when you got to be worried. Because remember that power outage that happened like 15 years ago that killed well, the kids? I don't remember it, but I know it happened. <laughs> Kid, what, is he 18? Oh, yeah, actually, you probably were like I'm four? 19, I'm 4. I don't All remember right. what I was doing when I was 4. He was trying to get laid at 4, like any 4-year-old would in New York City. Because it's the city, It's if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. Right? That's what, they, that's what Frank said. All right. Some water with that. Skippy right there, all the way from uh, Salt Utah. Lake City, Utah. Hey, Utah. Skippy. Near Salt Lake, like 30 miles away. Okay. And how's yeah. the how's the weather out there in Utah? So how's balls? Hot, uh, what are we, like uh, 90 degrees or something like that? Yeah, it's about that okay. right now. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's a dry heat, well, how though, about right? You guys? Where, where are you guys at right now? You're on the East Coast, right? So uh, Eric and I, Adam and Ryan, are, yeah, we're up in uh, Massachusetts. Mac to your upper left wow. is in uh, New York City. And uh, yeah, cool. so we're uh, many moons away, if you will, from uh, I feel like it's only like 85 something here. Right? Yeah, it's about 80, it's about the same here. And it's, about, the, it's about 85 outside, about 110 yeah. in here. Yeah, it's about 110 in the studio right here. So we got the... No ventilation whatsoever. It's very toasty. Well, as they say in Utah, it's a dry heat, so... You know, I was going to say, yeah. It's oh, different. it's not here. Yeah. And this room is dry. We got crazy outside. thunderstorms and everything. Oh, or I am, I don't know. We had some earlier. Utah got a dry heat, but that you can see snow on the mountains while it's like 100 degrees out, right? Is that how it works out there? Yeah, exactly. So, Skippy, yeah, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, we really appreciate having you. Yeah. I've, uh, Ryan was... Trying to get the lighting right for yeah. the thing, so... Sorry. Are you going to throw a green screen like you're like in the mountains of Utah? No, I don't have a I'm not I don't have that uh kind of technology. I'm just trying to make it look not hideous, you know? So you don't want like a Adam sitting on a toilet right now? Adam does look like he's on a toilet. Jesus Christ. Adam looks like he's on the on the uh the camo camo. Commode. 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 <laughs> Commode. <laughs> okay. Adam, I got so I haven't seen this angle before. What is that artwork to your upper right? Yeah, oh, you're trying. Like a picture I took in Africa. It's he's, actually um, he's, oh, being like the, like the like the the sportscasters when they interview them at home in their office and yeah. they make sure they get it in there. It's cool. Is that like wild like wildlife? Just like yeah, I took that uh, when I was in Africa on uh, no, a no, safari. Yeah. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I was gonna submit that photo. That photo is like one of the best pictures I've ever taken in my life. It's, it's a great it's a great picture. Well, as the writer has to be framed. It was luck. It was like blind luck. I'll have to show it to you. It's just like perfectly lined up with the zebra looking like right at the camera. It's awesome. Oh, nice. Did you say to the zebra, hey, listen, I like your stripes? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I said already. Hit <laughs> <laughs> the nail around the head. Yes, okay. All right. Skippy, I just want to give you a disclaimer. We are live on Facebook, so uh, just in case you want to, you know, start confessing any like murders or anything like that you've made. <laughs> I appreciate you giving me the heads up. <laughs> I uh, right before uh, you guys let me into the room, I was actually picking my nose. I'm like, oh crap! <laughs> I had heard from someone that like, uh, if you have a camera, right, like you have to like 
cover it for anything personal. Yeah. And I always think of that like when I'm sitting on uh, the toilet of like going, okay, someone technically, if they're tech savvy enough, can be watching what you're doing by, uh, I don't know, like uh, just hacking into your phone and that and how is I'm like, why do I not have something that covers up both cameras just for uh in case I ever am important enough for someone to hack me on the toilet. So there was a, I, mean, uh, I, I don't know, some of the shits I've taken, I wish someone saw them. I... <laughs> All right, Eric's, Eric's tapping out. He's uh, sweating. There he with the headphones. Say, Hold on one second. Hey, guys. Nice to meet you. I'm sorry <laughs> we didn't get to talk to you, Skip. Maybe next time. It's just a See song. See you, I am out of here. He's literally like he has like an ounce of oh these headphones are all sweaty and gross. Like, oh, oh green oh. too behind me. Yeah, shout out like oh went away never mind. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was gonna have a heart attack. He was like hold. He was like he looked like a guy coming <laughs> off like a month of like not drinking right now. Uh, so Skippy, you're out in Utah. Um, you so you're you're you have a YouTube page. Um, you go to I've got a YouTube channel. Yeah, YouTube channel. Subscribers. Nice. All right. Oh. And, and you go and you interview people, celebrities and stuff at like Sundance and stuff of that nature. Right? Is that is that? Yeah, I do that. But the majority of the reason why people uh, tune into my uh, channel is because I'm cringy and awkward. And so I think uh, my channel is one of uh, people feel good about themselves when they see how pathetic I am <laughs> kind of oh, thing, Jesus. right? Where there's a bit of, uh, you know, like I suck at girls, but at least I'm not like that guy. And I think the reason why I'm okay for people to feel that way about is I'm not mentally handicapped where you don't feel like you're making fun of like the slow kid, you know, yeah. I'm the slow at life kid. And I uh, try and have a good sense of humor about it. But at the same time, I know that there's things about me that are just like, absolutely like, you know, where sometimes, I mean, uh, the fact that I had a belly button link collection for years was uh, something that has grossed out more people than I can count. But I always go back to the fact that, like, okay, I didn't murder anyone, right? So we're talking yeah. about, like, horrible. Yeah. Well, you I'm have... not as bad as some. Did you say you have 40,000 subscribers to YouTube? No, 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 15,000. Even 15, still, that's nothing, oh, to wave, wow. that's nothing to wave a stick to. I mean, that's no, pretty I'm, impressive. So if someone wants to make fun of you, like... Now, uh, not to get personal or anything, but are you monetized? Were you able to get into the monetization? Yeah, what are your hours? Though? I mean, subscribers mean nothing. You can buy subscribers. I mean, do you, I mean, minutes. I mean, how many? Yeah, what, what minutes watch do you like the range I, around there? I wish that I knew all that stuff. One of the uh, things I need someone uh, to help me go in and like I need to pay a professional because when I set up my channel, it was like literally 13, 14 years ago or something like that. And I hadn't uh, connected it to a bank account or whatever. Um, by the time that I, someone told me about that, when I had used an email address to log in, it was a Hotmail account, right? Oh, and I've since lost the password, uh, don't have the phone connected to it or uh, anything like that. And so all uh, of those things that, uh, so I can like log into it using the email but for recovery things and all the things that from what i understand youtube would need you to verify that you are who you are and then send you a code to have you like reply back to it i don't have the stuff needed for that and so do you know how much money you're losing yeah i 
for real. Because I, you, if, you, if you said you did so your account I, like 12, 13 years ago, you're grandfathered into the monetization of YouTube from like the past where the qualifications to start to be monetized is like a lot less than it is now. But you would hit probably, you know, as long as you have the, the minutes viewed, you would definitely have the subscribers yeah. to hit it. So yeah, I've got like a, I think a, I saw one time the problem with the YouTube app on your phone is it doesn't tell you the kind of things that you can find out on a computer. And so when I've been on friends computers and checked in on YouTube and my stats, I saw like a month or so ago that I have two and a half million total views on oh, wow. uh, my channel. And I can't remember how many uh, minutes watched it is, but it's like by far enough to qualify me um, for it. I just need to find someone that is like a legit YouTube uh, idiot savant or uh, find out if there's any way to pay a person at YouTube. Like even if it's like some absorbent amount, like per hour, just like, okay, give me an hour of your time. Let's correct this. Boom! Skippy. I'll pay you from the money that hopefully is waiting for me and coming to me. We need to help you. We and we're gonna use yeah. this as a PSA right here for anyone who can figure out this out because this is this is you're just this is like equivalent to like having the air conditioner on your house but your back door is wide open so you're just blowing it out the back you're not saving anything and yeah. especially you're such a old an OG for YouTube like the qualifications for you to actually be profitable on this 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 network is actually really really easy for someone to sleep you know what i mean you you hit all the, the probably the milestones years ago um yeah so there's there's no password recovery or changing the email or anything of this nature and i know hotmail probably doesn't even exist anymore at this point right so it's I like feel, I, I, who knows I, I, does it yeah i connected to a uh i connected it to a gmail account uh one time my friend and i uh tried to and then uh we tried to uh uh, to see if we could circumvent it that way and like the story goes on and gets longer like uh he said like uh that we would have to that we would have to get a uh a bank account number to tie it to yep. and i didn't have a bank account at the time so even when we were on there trying to uh do it and see and there was a chance I was going to possibly start up another channel, but then my uh, subscribers went from like 5,000 to 8,000, yeah. like really quick. And I'm like, oh crap, I don't know how uh, to even push everyone from this channel over you, to another you can't. one. You won't so be I'm able in to. this really weird spot yeah. where I then just started uh, this thing, what I call Skippy Squad, where anyone that uh, sends me $5 or more on Venmo, I shout them out in the next video that I do. And that's how I am. I'm on Cameo. All my stuff is at I am Skippy. And so uh, I make cameos for people. Okay. I've got to be the most long-winded cameo person there is because my average cameo that I make is five to ten minutes long. Oh, uh, that's that's good to get your money's worth. How much you charge for a cameo? Ten dollars. So, yeah. I'd say you get your money's worth. If you're doing a ten minute cameo at ten minutes long, you're getting a dollar a minute and that's more than most of these people are paying. Like you can go right. like, you know what I mean? Uh we were like thinking a, about getting a cameo to do this show's like intro. You know what I mean? Like I was gonna oh, get like dude. someone that's like, you know, maybe a twenty five dollar cameo, you know, someone that's like kind of like minutes a minutes are minutes are king though. You can get paid without even having a lot of subscribers if you have the minutes, because then you can get sponsors and actually be like, Hey, I I use 
you know, whatever the yeah. hell it is. And so Adam, we'll pay get, you. you're, 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 yeah. you're a little more advanced on the YouTube uh, technology and statistics as I am. How does this guy get his stuff monetized? If he's already grandfathered in at this point, already has the views and the hours. How do we get this guy's life back? Well, I, I do know, like, within the options, there's a, uh, well, first of all, I just want to say, Skip, it's cool that you embrace your weirdness. I think that's awesome that you just kind of have no shame. I just want to say that, that. I think that's great. I think some people, they're weird and they're kind of awkward about it and they're like, whatever. But I think that you embrace it and you use it to your advantage. I think that's awesome. Um, Thank you. But, but I will say that I think that there's, there's definitely something in your, like, when you, man, we could do probably like an hour and a half just talking about, like, how you could fix this <laughs> but i try to think like i mean in your in your options there's i mean you've scrolled through all your um like the options that there are to monetize and like all that stuff right this is because there's tons of things in there i mean but they seem to change it like every year i feel like they try they they add new check boxes they add new i mean you're definitely able to to monetize your channel but i mean it has to go under review so you have no email recovery in your hotmail like uh, uh and even then this uh the one that I tried one time, uh, I, I tried connecting it to another email address. And I mean, this is where it go, where it gets into the weeds, where uh, just the time that I tried connecting it to another uh, email address uh, to see if I could do it, it didn't happen. And so, I mean, just yeah, the you long story to talk short. to somebody at YouTube. You're going to have yeah. to. We're going to help you. We're going to get this going for you because I'm. Yeah. Because the, the milestone you hit just to be able to get these subscribers and everything is it's pretty successful. And then they, you said that you would like jump from five to eight. And it's all because of these interviews you're doing. So I want to hear more about these interviews you're doing with celebrities. So you go to these, you meet up with them. So this is your your this is your your niche, right? This is your thing. This is the well, channel. So I think the 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 cringe videos and the uh, dates that I go on, like if you look at uh Wait, you videotape your days? There was a short time when I was doing two-minute videos uh, when I had uh, this big ginger beard, and I uh, called it, like, Two Minutes with Skippy. And so on my channel, there's, like, 150 videos total. But, like, 20 of them are, you know, 20 to 40 of them are these uh, two-minute-long videos when I had this big red beard and I was working at a pizza place. So of the 150 videos I make, if you were to look at my top 15 videos uh, as far as views wise uh the number one video on my channel i don't own the copyright to so that one can't be monetized because i was on a show on mtv when i was 24 and they followed me around with uh cameras um what? and i when i went to college at uvu and i set up my youtube channel the very first video that i put up was i got a kid that was advanced in uh the editing and stuff and we edited out everything that said mtv on it everything that uh, uh everyone else in it that wasn't me and got it just down to uh the bare bones most cringy parts of it it's uh i call the video the citizen cane of cringe it is like the og awesomely awesome cringe video it's called skippy in love and if you haven't seen it write it down just remember those three words skippy in love Oh, it's train wreck, but in a really great, funny, sad. It's all the emotions. So tell us. So this so was this was the show. Yeah. So tell us about how did you get picked for this MTV? I never. So this was an MTV show that you were on, or? Yeah, they went. Uh, it was a show that, um, like, I've said to people uh, a few times. So like, even just random people, where I'm the most famous, not famous person, possibly in Utah, 
or elsewhere because I, uh, if you hear my story, I've come so close to uh, fame and I've been on like uh, the, the street, not even quite up to the doorstep of fame, uh, but you would almost be like, oh, well, why aren't you famous? But then you hear the fact that like this reality show was called FM Nation. They went town to town asking, what do you do on a Saturday night in your hometown? It, uh, they filmed seven episodes. Only six of the seven aired. We were in an episode that uh, this was back when uh, MTV had not shown a lesbian kiss on MTV yet and so our episode happened to air after real world vegas where they had where mtv had their first lesbians in a hot tub kissing scene (laughs) nice that's awesome right and so because of that right uh it got seen but then there was no follow-up with our episode because there was just next week was a totally different town so no fame came from that right and because it was on MTV in Utah, right, uh, no one cared about it in Utah because it's like, you know, it's not Mormon television. Uh, so nothing happened there. And then, like, uh, the couple of other times I've been on shows, like Virgin Diaries, right? It was on TLC. It was in 2012. But it was on during the summers. Uh, it aired in July, filmed in, uh, filmed in April, aired in July. But it was one episode, one time, and the uh, like shows like Ellen were on hiatus, so we didn't get to be on Ellen. Um, I was supposed to be on The View, but my plane got stranded in Detroit, so I didn't wow. get to go on The View oh, with wow. people to like promote myself. Right? I got to be on Doctor Drew, but it was via satellite kind of thing. Um, and there was a chance that I was going to get my own reality show out of that because. Uh, people thought that I had this great personality. Mine was, uh, my cringy belly button, uh, lint thing was great, but it wasn't <laughs> the right time because they were starting to promote honey boo boo, like a ton. And so TLC was all honey boo boo all the time. And yes, we had this one show that was kind of fun and funny, but what else was there? There wasn't anything. And then the last, uh, two things that I would say that I, uh, my biggest moments were I was on, uh, do you guys without, you all know who Dave Grohl is, right? Oh, oh yeah. 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 John Foo Fighters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not everyone does. So sometimes I, sometimes I have to explain in my mind, he's like one of the gods of rock, right? Cause he's in two hall of fame, uh, rock and roll bands, right? Two the best and Nirvana. Absolutely. Yeah. He recognized me from some of my videos. Um, and when I met him, I'm like, hey, Dave, can I get a photo with you? And would you like a rape whistle? And he's like, a rape whistle? And he goes, oh, you're that kid. And I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, you come up to uh, Sundance and meet celebrities, right? I'm like, yeah, how do you know? And he's like, well, it's great meeting you, Skippy. And I'm Holy like, shit. it's great for me to meet you because you're Dave Grohl, the god of rock. And I'm Skippy, yeah. a kid that lives in his freaking mom's basement. Dave Grohl's knew who you a were. That's week. incredible. That's awesome. Well, a week. Okay. So here's the thing. A week goes by and I get an email. I get an email that says, uh, hi, Skippy, my name's Caitlin from the Chelsea Lately Show. As you probably already know, because you're a big fan, Dave Grohl is guest hosting all next week and wants you to be part of one of the episodes. Are you free? And I thought I was being punked, right? Yeah. I thought it was someone at a Utah radio station that was just, you know, BSing me. I called the number back. 
NBC Universal Studios. How can I direct your call? And I'm like, uh, Chelsea Lately Show, Caitlin. They're like, one second. She's like, hi, this is Caitlin. I'm like, Caitlin, my name's Skippy. And she goes, Skippy, oh, awesome. Thanks for calling us back. Are you free to come out to LA? And I'm at this point like going, well, yeah, I could get off time from work and I could drive out there. It's like only 13 hours. And she's like, oh no, we'll like put you, we'll get you a car. We'll put oh, you up, wow. uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, give us like less than 24 hours to get you all the details, but we're going to fly you out here. They fly me out there. I get a hotel uh, room and so many little things happen that just are uh, mind blowing and fun that like sometime I could tell you all of the story details. But uh, bottom line, I get on the show and they introduce me. The coolest moment of my entire life, right? The coolest thing that's ever happened to me is that right before uh, they're introducing everyone to bring them out before the show starts, right? And I hear the words, okay, you've seen uh, this comic on this and this and this. Everyone give it up for this person. So they're warming up the audience. And then I was like, wait, uh, should when do I go? And they're like, oh, we'll introduce you. And I'm like how the heck are you guys going to introduce me? Like, here's the fat kid uh, that's going to, you know, the fat virgin kid Skippy, right? No, they say, okay, guys, coming to the stage next, he's Dave Grohl's really good friend. Everyone give it up for Skippy. And that, <laughs> I awesome. lost my, uh, can I swear on this? Yeah, you can swear. Okay, I, I lost my shit. I was yeah. just like, I could not believe that. And uh, That's awesome. And, they yeah, brought me maybe. on because uh, two-thirds of the way or through the show, Dave says, I want to read to you from Skippy's website. It says, I get told I look like Philip Seymour Hoffman, Andy Richter, and sometimes Jack Black. And the guest that day, my hand to Oprah, the guest that day was Tenacious D. Oh, and no, Jack looks at me and goes, yeah, I can kind of see it. And by the way, before the show, they said, okay, Skippy, no offense, but we know you're long-winded. So uh, here's the thing. <laughs> no talking out of turn. And when they talk to you, only seven-second answers, right? Yeah. Like, uh, Straight that's and all sweet, you get. yeah. And so I know if any point I'm going to get to talk, this is my seven seconds. And so I say <laughs> to Jack, like, hey, Jack, I met you up at uh, Sundance a few years ago. You were there with Be Kind Rewind. Uh, I met you one day, and the next day I, I saw you, and I said, hey, Jack, what's my name? And you said, Slappy. And I'm like, close. And, uh, and so then Dave says to Jack, so what's your advice for Slappy, the old Mormon virgin? And uh, Jack Black gave me sex advice on nice. uh, Chelsea Lately with Dave Grohl. I mean, oh. coolest thing ever, right? And then uh, the very last thing was that I was on a game show where me and my friend won 20 grand, right? But none of these things uh, that I've just mentioned equaled Thing. So how did you and get so, on all these things? So how what was the process? Because all these are like three different, total different universes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So how did you go on the website? Did you apply for it? Did you send like a like a? Did, or did they find you? Like how did that work? The MTV one, the very first one. Uh, I love this. Uh, I was at a dance and I overheard this hot girl uh, telling her friends like, "Oh, so this casting guy just came up to me and said that I should audition for uh, the show tomorrow." And I literally am like, <laughs> they're, they're like right here having a conversation. And I'm like here facing the other way, pretending like I'm not listening in, but I'm like listening to when and where to show up. Okay. And I then just kind of crash the thing, right? Oh, shit. And I get there and uh, yeah. they had people coming in and they had you sit around the table and they uh, 
like uh, they were bringing people in like five or six at a time and saying, okay, so what's the most interesting thing going on in your life right now? And because this is Utah, uh, there is like uh, the, this young, cute couple that were like, oh, we're dating, but he's going to go on his Mormon mission soon. And so uh, we're not sure what to bubble blah, blah, right? And the next one was this uh, girl that's like, oh, my husband uh, died. And so I'm just kind of like getting out there, which is a good story, but sad and how many people in other states can relate to having like four kids when you're only 23, right? And so I kind of had this feeling that when it got to me, almost anything I said was going to be golden. And it just so happened that uh, they, so my answer to the question was, well, yesterday I sent a girl a dozen sharpened pencils with the note that said, the pencils are number two, but you're number one, give me a call. Aww. And they're like, and what she, like, and what'd she say? And I'm like, she hasn't responded yet and they're like okay uh skippy and this person you guys stick around the rest of you guys can oh, go. Wow. and, and i made it to the next round of interviews and that uh quick side story about that my second interview i get there they tell me go sit over there and there happens to be this really attractive uh what i called older at the time but i now would say she was probably only 34 but when i was Cougar. 24 yeah i called her an older woman yeah i go sit there and she has her arms crossed and i go hi is this seat taken and she's like no you can go ahead and sit there and i start talking to her and kind of flirting with her and she's like so what are you doing here and i'm like oh well okay well there's this girl and i then jokingly say to her but if that doesn't work out, maybe you and I, and she unfolds her arm and she had a wedding ring on, right? Yeah. And they're like, okay, uh, so-and-so, and this guy stands up, and then the guy and her go into the room. The guy <laughs> comes back out, but she doesn't. She was one of the casting people. And so oh. they have like five to ten minutes that we had of just oh, talking wow. and me flirting oh, and stuff. Yeah. She was like, that kid absolutely we want him on the show. So that is like the oh wow, that's pretty long lucky. answer to how did I get on that show? I thought know? that was the story to your first threesome, but then I remembered you're the, you're the forty year old virgin. I was like, <laughs> yeah, um, so so I, I get it. See the real life forty year old virgin. Like we watched this movie twenty yeah. years ago. So yeah, now it's is it it's religious. I'm assuming right. Your Mormon. This is kind yeah. of a, and, and well, religious and uh, and by this point in my life, like uh, where I've had chances, you yeah. know, uh, especially where I uh think of myself as a liberal mormon right? right so uh sometimes people will when they hear that i'm mormon will go oh you're mormon and in kind of like this disgust way and i shoot back uh don't worry i'm one of the good ones as though like <laughs> i totally understand what you think of all of us but no i'm one of the good ones and i got a question uh, I got a yeah. question, Skippy. Have, have any, uh, like, hotties come along to try to, you know, get that feather in their cap to take your virginity? Like, come on, like, really strong to try to do that? I've had one girl who uh, who genuinely, um, and it wasn't until I was at her place uh, that I realized, oh, crap, this is what this is. Yeah. Is, uh, her going, uh, that's it let's see and i got uh when i went over to her place i had this feeling where uh crap <laughs> i, 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 I swear to you i felt like uh and you can call it your own intuition right but i felt almost like it was god telling me right like there are cameras in this place right now be aware of that oh, right wow. and uh 
And so when I went in, even as I was talking to her and I felt sure of that, and she started uh, saying to the whole like, so um, here, let's go uh, sit down kind of thing. And I... (laughs) Nice. Uh, it's like a porn movie. Like her, this is how a porn uh, stuff. Like a bad porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said to her the words, uh, like, so um, if anyone watches this on videotape, because I kind of feel sure that I'm getting videotape, um, I want it known that I'm pretty sure that this is being videotaped right now. <laughs> and I said, uh, and on the odd chance that I'm not video being videotaped and you're just offering me sex, I said, either way, I'm going to disappoint someone with what I'm about to say right now. <laughs> and she's like, what? And I go, okay, if I understand right, you just offered me sex. And she goes, she goes, Skippy, sometimes you just get horny and stuff. I go, okay, how about this? I would be willing to stuck on your tits and then go masturbate because there's no chance that I'm having sex with you right now. <laughs> Sorry. Right. And so that would be okay though. If you just, if you just mood killer that. Yeah. I think it's like, awkward. I'm sure. No, but that, would that have been yeah. all right? If you just, if you just sucked on them and jerked off, like, would that be cool? Like, well, would... and that's the thing. No, for the, uh, like, of course not with your Bishop, but, that's why I was kind of saying out loud, like, Bishop, if I mean, anyone is watching, yeah, I, I knew I was going to piss off someone, you know, so, like, uh, so what's my the... bishop and Mormons don't like me for the most part because they're like, oh, he doesn't represent us, you know, You're like Donny Osmond, where I'm like pro gay marriage and pro medical marijuana, even though I don't currently partake of it. Right. Yeah. Um, but like there's there's going to always be people that are like, oh, no, 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 no. He is not one of us. Yeah, but that's so is true. It, so Unless the, you happen to be 42 and a virgin. Uh, so you got to be married in order for it not to be forgivable, right? So you have to get... But you guys can marry as many people as you want, right? No, no, no. Uh, that's the fun. Do you know my last name? My chance? I don't. Oh, uh, my last Jess, name Jessup. Is Jessup. Yes. It's the sixth largest name in polygamy. And I've met enough people that have uh, said like, oh, like what you were saying, like, oh, you must be a polygamist. I'm like, I don't have one wife, let alone many wives, yeah, right? Like, but you could, uh, if, but could so, you if you wanted to? But, like, if you decide you want to be like, hey, listen, I want a baseball team of wives. Well, not the not the Mormon church that, like, uh, the Mitt Romney, Donnie Osmond Mormon okay, church, right? Okay, okay. Uh, there was a time when it split off, right? All right. And uh, so I had someone ask me one day uh, what my dream job is. And I can list like three or four things, but one of my three dream jobs, if like someone walked up to me and said, give me, pitch me an idea. My first thing is I want a reality show. Okay, well, you can't do that. What else would you like to do? One of my things is I would like to start my own uh, polygamy tour company, right? Where I would call it Polygamy Tours of Utah. And I would show people in Utah where polygamists live because I'd my great grandpa's brothers were polygamous. Okay. But when they split off, I think it would be fun to for people that come to Utah thinking like, oh, I'm gonna see polygamous. Well, no, because the majority of us are not. Yeah. But there are places where they are at, and I know some of them and I'm related distantly to some of them. Yeah. So I would kind of be perfect to take people on tours of that. So uh, and, if you're watching this and you have a hundred thousand dollars, 
I can, <laughs> I've got a business plan of how we start a tour company. So here's the idea. Sorry, Artie. No, go ahead, Adam. Yeah. No, so I think your idea sounds better than being an actual polygamist. That just sounds like too much work. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. It's hard enough to get to know one woman. I don't want like five different. That, uh, or at least I get on the same cycle. I agree. Like the marriage. Yeah, that's the thing. They all cycle up and it's a fucking <laughs> nightmare. No, but like yeah, yeah. The, the fact is like it's like you have your wife, you have your family, you have your kids. But like you don't want to do that at times two. You want to have your wife, your family, your kids and your girlfriends. You know what I mean? Like like uh, they, they said in Goodfellas or, you know, like. You know, Fridays are for the wives, but Saturdays at the cabana are for the girlfriends, right? Yeah. Not, not your second wife or your third wife. Because, like, listen, marriage is it's great. It's fine. And that's the whole the thing of the one. But then, like, to have bring more people into it would just be a very, like, I would feel a very awkward situation. Like, like how do you divvy up the sex time? Like, you know, I would think about stuff like that. Or, yeah. like, or like if one's telling you about the garbage, but the other one wants the house painted, where's the priority? Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like horrible. who get, who trumps the other? Is it whoever you married first? Is it the youngest, well, it, the hottest? Doesn't, it, <laughs> doesn't that whole thing ultimately come down to a selfishness, right? Like that whole uh, system, whether you're polygamous or whether you're just like Donald Trump raw dogging, you know, like porn stars or mm. while he's married to Melania and has his like kid kind of thing or, Let's take him. Let's call. Uh, let's use a fictitious person, Tony Soprano. Right. Okay. You've got uh, Carmilla at home, but then you've got you know the side piece over here, kind of thing. Yeah. It ultimately comes down to being just selfish and saying, "Hey, I want to be able to uh, have my life that's nice for the public, but then I want to just be able to dip the you know yeah. pen into the ink." And well, often those people are the same ones that don't want the girl to have. You know, oh yeah, well that's partners. the case. Yeah, they want it, and so it's just about being selfish and uh, I mean, that kind of thing. So, I, I wonder because, like, especially with polygamy, it's an agreement on both sides, right? Yeah. So you have to assume the wives are okay, and I would imagine that some of the wives, you know, they opted into that, so it's their choice, which yeah. means it isn't just selfish on the husband's part. The wife might be like, well, I don't want to be with him every fucking day of the week. Well, yeah. I'll be out of the seven or For the first the year, seven. but then the wife will figure out a hobby that she'll... <laughs> well, and then they grew up, like, uh, you figure that uh, polygamy, because um, I used to... Uh, I used to work at a pizza place in a town called Saratoga Springs, Utah, which was a couple of miles away from where they actually filmed uh, the show. Oh, crap. What's the name of that show? Uh, the... It was on TLC, the Polygamy TLC show. Uh, not Big Love, because that was oh, the... Oh, shit. I remember Sister that Wives. show. Yeah. Sister Wives, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, so this pizza place I worked at was like two or three miles away from where Sister Wives was filmed, right? And the pizza place specifically had half the kids that worked there uh, were polygamous because they were like great, hardworking kids and everything like that. And my friend was the owner of the pizza place. And uh, once one polygamous kid got hired, they kind of let it known within the polygamy uh, group, like, hey, this guy will hire polygamous kids. Yeah. And so my buddy had like half of us working. There were like uh, Mormons and half were, were like polygamous from that, uh, you know, from that the side. Other group. Yeah, yeah. And the so A&B. I had one. Uh, so I had one day where I showed up for, oh, guys. I'm going to tell you something here that uh, I am so excited. I just want to give you this. Oh, sorry, go ahead. We got uh, three minutes left yeah, in the show. Wanna, I didn't yeah. want to interrupt okay. and sound like a dick. I just yeah. wanted okay. to say, like, Sometime, yeah, we're approaching our... Uh... <laughs> okay. Sometime, have me tell you this story 
Okay. We'll have you back on because I, I need yeah, to know more yeah. about you because I agree. This, we're just yeah. we're just okay. cracking the I'll, iceberg I'll right now. So. Story. Yeah, save it for save it for the next time. Story to tell you. All right. Well, Skippy, I'm gonna tell you, I am intrigued, and uh, we gotta bring you on. We'll start the show a little bit later just to have you on for the entire time because I'm, I'm I got so many questions for you that I don't have enough time to even ask right now. So. Oh. I haven't told you about the time I asked Britney Spears out on a date when I was 22 and she was 18, right? And what'd you say? I sing with Ben and J-Lo. When Ben and J-Lo were were engaged, right, I got to sing with them and drive them around. Like, I have some crazy, incredible stories that you wouldn't expect a guy that has, like, literally less than $100 in his bank account and is riding a bike to the thrift store he works at to have, right? Like, people get blown away all the time by how uh interesting and yet pathetic i am and i guess that's what makes me entertaining Skippy, so we're gonna have you having me on your guys show yeah we're gonna have you back on real quick what's your what's your youtube page so people can search you all of my stuff is at i am skippy i am, uh, Sk- I am skippy on instagram i am skippy on cameo i am skippy on youtube and if you want to uh support me through my uh, channel five dollars or more on venmo I am Skippy. Thanks, guys, All right. for having me. I on. am Skippy. Check it out. Mac, what are you plugging, my man? Um, I just my Twitter, O'Hara Mac, and then I have a TikTok, which is going to be down soon anyway, but that's O'Hara Mac, too. All right. Uh, Ryan, what are you plugging, my man? Uh, check out uh, my recent article, Jay Z labeled Be Haven a Snitch, but partnered with uh, a DA informant. All right. Mr. Mallet? Uh, you know, if you find me on YouTube at The Whirlwind Potato. And uh, obviously check out thepacky.com. All right. And you can get me on the Wicked Explorers, the Wicked Bricksters, and the and uh, thepacky, of course.com. Uh, Mac, Brian Skippy. Brian Glover is awesome. Brian Glover is the Brian Glover, who set this up, is a stud. <laughs> Skippy. I, just gotta, I love that guy right there. Skippy, we're going to have you back on because I have so many questions to ask you. Uh, we're going to do this again. Yeah, we'll do we this again soon. The so. surface. Yeah, so. <laughs> we're just scratching the surface yeah. here. Thank <laughs> you all guys for joining us tonight. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you all of you very soon. So, uh, Take care and have a good one, guys.